a lot of people are suffering through illnesses and respiratory concerns and all the rest of it. Joining us this morning is Melissa McMahon. She is the Minnesota Department of Health. She's a leader in the Influenza Surveillance Unit. And I know people are going through influenza, Melissa. They're going through RSV. They're going through COVID. My question is, to start out, how do you know the difference between the three of those without taking a test? You know what it's flu like. You know what the flu is like. You know what a common cold is like. How can you distinguish between these three big ones? Yeah, the... The easiest way, obviously, to tell the difference between the three is with a test. Um, There's a few kind of subtle differences. Um, It's hard to tell symptomatically, honestly. Um, Influenza, you tend to get more of the body aches. Um, COVID, you tend to get more of a sore throat kind of situation. Um, And RSV is a bit more of like a dry, hacky cough. A dry, Um, hacky cough. So is RSV yeah. new or is it just in our vernacular now because we can put a name to it because we want to distinguish between it and COVID and uh, the flu? Yeah, RSV has been around for quite a long time. Um, I think people used to refer to it as croup a lot. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think I think it's just more of a change in terminology. People are calling it um, what it is actually called instead of um, maybe lumping it together with other things. Um, and I think just the improvements in testing and being able to identify it versus other things has brought it a little bit to the forefront, but it's been around for sure. So at what point uh, would it be prudent to get a test if you're starting to feel ill? I would say if you're starting to feel ill, um, especially if you're feeling severely ill and would like some sort of treatment, um, that would be a good time to get a test, uh, the treatment is is different so there's antivirals for flu there's antivirals for covid they are different um so you would need to know what you have um there's really just supportive care for rsv there's an, um, like a specific antiviral for it but there are some treatments that can help so um if you're feeling really ill feeling like you're not sure if you want some sort of treatment that would be a good time to give your doctor a call and see if testing or treatment is is appropriate that makes a lot of sense. So what, what's the latest? What are we seeing? Are we seeing more hospitalizations or less with all three of these big three? Uh, we are seeing some of each right now. Um, well, just to be expected for this time of year, this is respiratory viral season for sure. We, um, we're starting to see a little bit less RSV and a little bit more flu, uh, which again is uh, seasonally appropriate. That is, this is about the time of year we see that happening. Mm-hmm. Um, but COVID's still around as well. You know, COVID's still being COVID. So <laughs> we're having a little <laughs> bit of all three right now. Um, luckily, the way to protect yourself from them is largely the same. Um, you know, obviously, getting vaccinated is is going to be the best protection. Um, there's a vaccine against flu and there's one against covid so make sure you're up to date on those um and then for some people there there is a vaccine available for rsv um they should talk to their doctor to see if that's a vaccine that they should get um but otherwise you know keep your hands washed make sure you're wiping down surfaces that are touched often you know in your home doorknobs things like that counters um Stay home if you're feeling ill. Like, if you do get ill, make sure you don't spread it to other people. Um, 
wearing a mask is always a good additional option mm-hmm. um, to protect yourself and others. If you're not sure if you're feeling under the weather, a mask is always a good extra barrier. How can you help people through who are suffering through vaccine fatigue, especially with regard to COVID? Right. It's it's a lot. I think um, initially it wasn't clear if COVID vaccines were going to have to be frequent or just a one-time deal. It is looking like they're going to be probably an every year thing like influenza. Um, so it's a lot, but it does help. You can get both at the same time, um, which would, you know, eliminate your need to go to a doctor or pharmacy or wherever you get your vaccines more than once. Um, but it is important to get both. You know, it's it's a lot. It's something you got to plan. It's something you got to do. You know, your arm might be sore for a bit afterwards, but um, it's far better than getting sick. Um so it's you, definitely not pleasant uh, to get either <laughs> flu or COVID. Um, yeah, so so the vaccine, I mean, for people who don't really love getting vaccines, um, you know, I myself, I have strong reactions to vaccines, so my arm gets sore. I might feel under the weather for a little bit, like a couple hours. Um, but that is way better than actually getting sick. Um, so I will take it every time. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. So if our audience would like more information about vaccines or how to get the treatment that they need, what's the best route to go? Sure. I would say if they have um, questions about vaccines and if they should get them, when they should get them, um, if you know they're eligible to get them or if they have any kind of, there are pre-existing conditions that mean a vaccine may not be safe for you. All those kind of questions, uh, definitely they should call their doctors um, or whoever they get their vaccines from. And then in terms of uh, treatment, if they're worried that if they're ill, they want treatment, that's another good time to call their doctor. If they just have general questions um, about vaccine and what's available and what it does, or if they have just general questions about influenza disease, uh, the Minnesota Department of Health is happy to help. They can definitely call us. All right. Um, So they can... Send their questions here. Final question for you this morning, Melissa McMahon. She's with the Minnesota Department of Health's Influenza Surveillance Unit. I have never heard of a surveillance unit in a Department of Health. So are you like a detective? Sometimes it feels that way. <laughs> Sometimes it does. We, you know, we hear about, for me, flu specifically, um, we hear about it from all over the state. Um a lot of it is a little bit of detective work and trying to find out, you know, what's happening and in which part of the state. You know, Minnesota's a big state geographically, so um, sometimes it can be hard to say what's happening and where. But um, as of right now, flu is a little bit everywhere. Um, so no matter where you are in Minnesota. Well, Melissa, thank you for taking time to be with us on this last Friday of the new year, of the old year and uh, sharing with us about respiratory illnesses, how to protect our family, and uh, the importance of getting vaccinated. Thank you so much for being with us this morning. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. It's our pleasure. Take care.